Yikes. It looks as though the chickens have finally come home to roost for the Vatican because it's not only Ghislaine and Prince Andrew and Hollywood elite that are getting spanked by the hand of accountability. It is also finally the Catholic Church. So stay tuned for this episode and follow-up of Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, the podcast, where we're going to get into how three years of investigations, reports, and interrogations have now led to former Pope Benedict XVI lying to lawyers, giving false statements, and how the law has went back to 1945 to address what has been going on. Because from what it's looking like, you're never too old to have your Nuremberg trial. Y'all. <laughs> welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, everybody. Welcome to Anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple, wherever you were getting this from. Major shout out to you for being here. Because like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with me. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Now, I would highly suggest before continuing with this episode that you go and you listen to the previous episode that was uploaded on January the 22nd. Today is January the 24th. If you don't want to do that, cool. Or if you did already listen to it, but kind of really forgot where we left off, I'll recap you anyway, all right? Now, in the previous episode, we were speaking about one of the greatest cover-ups of all time, in my opinion, which is none other than the Vatican cover-up, all right? And this is starting to get picked up on now, but this has been going on for a good while and no one has been talking about it. And this investigation that has been sparked, the federal investigation on the Vatican, and the cover-up of the sexual molestation of young boys. This has been dated back to 1945. And the law firm that is investigating this is trying to really focus and center the investigation under Pope Benedict XVI. Again, it's not only Ghislaine, it's not only Andrew, it's not only Epstein and the Hollywood elite that are going down understand that all parts of this syndicate are falling and this includes the Vatican and their spectrum of this because understand that this is all interconnected this is an international uh syndicate this is something that was taking place on a global scale all right so the Vatican is also getting spanked with the hand of accountability like I said before and in the previous episode we were discussing how the law firm that is pretty much taking this under their wing, they went and pulled up on Pope Benedict XVI, which is the former Pope. He's now 94 years old, living in the Vatican. And they pulled up on him to question him about when he was cardinal from 1980 to, I believe, around the early 2000s and what was taking place in regard to these allegations, which were not shocked or not privy to when it comes to the Catholic Church, but they were asking about specific intervals of time where he was in leadership. 
Now, at first, this dude was straight up denying it left and right. He even gave a written sworn statement that he had no inkling about any of this going on. And reports were showing that between the years of, I believe, it could have been, I'm going to say within the 1980s, probably into the early 2000s. I could be wrong in the interval of time, but it was a, a pretty lengthy period of time where they were questioning him. Did he know about these uh, sexual molestation incidents that were taking place within the church with the priests? Was he even covering up for them? And he responded no through a written statement. And now we're finding out that he indeed lied. Okay, so again, this is all happening pretty quickly. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he went to confession over the weekend and decided to change his tune. But now he is singing a different tune. All right. And now it's getting picked up by CNN, MSNBC and all of the American mainstream media. Before when I was speaking about this, this was coming from Al Jazeera, who has been putting in extensive work. Okay, in this investigation. So NBC News wrote an article today and it stated that ex-Pope Benedict finally admitted that he was at a meeting about abusive priests. So we're going to get into this article and it initiates by saying that the admission comes days after a report into sexual abuse in Germany faulted Benedict for his lack of action for for abusive priests when he was Archbishop of Munich. So Rachel Album writes, retired Pope Benedict XVI admitted on Monday that he did attend a meeting in Munich in 1980 where an abusive priest was discussed, saying an earlier denial was the result of an editing mistake. <laughs> okay. The admission comes days after a report into sexual abuse in Germany faulted benefit Benedict, excuse me, for his lack of action against four abusive priests when he was Archbishop of Munich. Now, lawyers who drew up the report said that Benedict has strictly denied responsibility in response to these accusations. The lawyers contested an assertion made by Benedict that he did not recall attending a 1980 meeting to discuss the case of an abuser priest. They said this contradicted documents in their possession. All right. So again, they already had the evidence all laid out. They pulled up on them at the Vatican and was like, yo, what's going on or what happened or what did you know back then? And did you attend a meeting for an abusive priest back then when it pertained to a little boy back in 1980 and pretty much covered it up? Because if I'm not mistaken, this is the same priest where they basically granted him therapy and they didn't press any charges or they didn't basically hold him accountable under the court of law. All right. Now, on Monday, Benedict's private secretary confirmed that the ex-pope did attend the meeting after all. So in a statement published and translated by the German Catholic paper and the Catholic news agency, Archbishop George Gangswin said that Benedict would like to make it clear now, contrary to what was stated during the hearing, he did not attend the ordinary meeting on January 15th, 1980, that he did attend that meeting. All right. So now we're changing our tune here. 
He would like to emphasize that this was not done out of bad faith, but was a result of an error in an editing of his statement. Now, <laughs> y'all believe that if y'all want to, because the law firm definitely state that they got attitude, they got zest, and they did get pushback when Pope Benedict, ex-Pope Benedict the 16th was confronted about this. All right. Now his spokesperson is now saying he is very sorry for the mistake and he apologizes for his mistake. Ain't that what they all say? But anyway, at the meeting, the attendees granted a request for accommodation for the priest in question during therapeutic treatment in Munich. The statement said they did not decide on any pastoral assignment for him. The priest was allowed to work. Excuse me. The priest was allowed to resume pastoral work a decision that the church has said was made by lower ranking official without consulting the archbishop. So now everybody can remember. And now people are trying to state that Pope Benedict the 16th wasn't privy to the consequences for the action. That's pretty much what they're trying to stay here. Okay. So the Sparks post person said in a statement well, in the statement that Benedict plan to explain how the error happened after he finishes examines after he finishes examining the report y'all like all right we're going to continue he is carefully reading the statements set down there which fill him which fill him with shame and pain about the suffering inflicted on the victims a complete review will take some time due to his age and health now nbc news has reached out to the vatican and to basically George for comment and the Vatican in-house Vatican news portal reported on the statement provided to the Catholic news in German, the report into sexual abuse in Germany's Munich diocese released last Thursday found that Benedict failed to act in four cases between 1977 and 1982 when he was archbishop. And that's only four of the 497, uh, cases that were reported, I believe, underneath his tenure as Cardinal. All right? This is insane. Completely insane. Now, in a total of four cases, we came to the conclusion that then Archbishop, Bishop, excuse me, Cardinal Ratzinger, which is basically Pope Benedict XVI, can be accused of misconduct, said one of the reports, all right, referring to Benedict's name before he was made Pope. So basically um do lied or to some people he could be too old enough to remember or to some this could be a situation where it's so many instances that he probably can't narrow down which one is which and I honestly do believe that it was so many instances of abuse within the Vatican or members of the Vatican abusing these boys that he probably does not remember or recall now, 40 some odd years later, who was who and what case was who? All right. Because this was a systemic norm, a societal norm for them. All right. Now he's 94 years old and he resigned as pontiff in 2013. All right. So this dude is damn near ready to meet his maker at this point. All right. Now, NBC is pretty much stating that child sexual abuse allegations have also been made in Australia, South America and a number of European countries over the last few decades. And I'm telling you right now, the Vatican is definitely much so aware of it and cognizant of it. 
All right. They're stating here also that a church commission report concluded in 2018 that at least 3,677 people were abused by clergy in Germany between 1946 and 2014. Okay. So 3,677 were reported in Germany from 1946 to 2014. More than half of the victims were 13 or younger and nearly a third served as altar boys. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, I need a minute. I need a minute. So as always, when it pertains to the sexual molestation cases and when it's a syndicate involved, there's going to be a poster boy, okay? And anything when there's a syndicate, there's going to be a poster boy, right? Or a poster girl or whomever. There's going to be somebody that has to take the fall. There's going to be somebody who's going to be held accountable in the court of law and they're going to face a whole bunch of time and they're either going to die in jail or they're going to get their Nuremberg trial or what have you. But there's always going to be a specific person or maybe a certain a set of people, a group of people who are going to be held accountable for the bullshit. Now, we've seen this with Ghislaine and Prince Andrew when it came to the Epstein syndicate. We've seen this even with Bernie Madoff with the whole Ponzi scheme syndicate where, you know, a multitude of suit and tie blue collar folks were down with taking people's money, took them out there, flip it, and they were really actually blowing it and contributing to literally crashing the economy, okay? Bernie Madoff had to take the fall for that, and a lot of executives ended up walking, and not only did they walk, they kept the money. There's always going to be someone in a syndicate that's going to be the poster boy or the poster girl of this, and being that these reports go back all the way to 1946, a lot of these priests within the Vatican are dead, by now, but a lot of them are not. I mean, we're going all the way up to what, 2014, 2019. The other article from Al Jazeera was stating that they were doing this all the way up until 2019. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be very, very interesting um, if any of these priests are going to be held accountable. But at this point in the game, like to me, honestly, in my opinion, the credibility of the Catholic Church is done. Done, 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 done. I'm telling you, it's over. It's, it's, it's really a wrap. It, it really is. And the fact that a Pope knew about this, the, this is the highest, you know, uh, figure within the, the, the Catholic Church is the Pope. And the fact that he knew about this and covered it up, you know, it's just like, you are the complete opposite of what you're supposed to be portrayed as. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be portrayed as this holy figure, this anointed figure, this person who embodies Christ to your constituency, right? I'm not saying to people who don't believe, but you know, you have people who cry over the Pope and you know, when they meet them and he's such this holy person and in all actuality, this individual is really a demon and operating on demon time and allowing these things to take place and allowing the innocence of children to be robbed. Young boys, young boys. Now, how far does this go? Were they trading these boys? You know what I'm saying? Were they selling these boys 
to upper echelon elite. You know, a lot of people within the Vatican, especially higher up, are connected to politicians. You know, so this stuff is all connected and it's just crazy and astonishing how this is all going down. Just like the royals are not really holding any weight. The monarch is not really holding as much weight as they used to in the UK. When it comes to the Catholic Church, all right, the Vatican is looking real shisty right now. And they're not going to hold the same type of weight with the constituency like they have in the past. I, I believe that era is done. It is completely done. And I really would love to see what's going to come of this, but do not be shocked if you start seeing priests locked up. Locked up. All right, but we're going to see how this story ends and what twists and turns are going to come up next. All right, because it's not going to only be Pope Benedict that they are going to be questioning or they're going to have their foot on only his neck. All right. I believe that other people who covered this up or covered this up throughout the years, they're going to come after them, too. But this just goes to show no matter how old you are or you may think you could get away with something, you will never escape the hand of accountability but that's all i got for you guys on this one major shout out to you for making it all the way to the end and like i say please share this podcast with your friends your family or people who you feel like you can converse with on this type of topic i love y'all y'all know this y'all take care and y'all be well peace